Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Growing with Henna. I want to start off by saying to please forgive me for not posting an episode last week because I made a word to myself, even though I didn't say this publicly, but my goal was to publish at least one episode per week and I did not fulfill that last week because I honestly just got really caught up with school and stressed out with just life in general and I did not plan in my podcast time accordingly. I definitely could have made time for it. I just didn't. So I want to start off by saying that and from now moving forward I'll make sure to publish my episodes every Sunday night. And that means that they will be available Monday morning. So I'm going to make my word about that and keep my word about that. And I'm saying it here specifically to keep myself accountable because I'm putting my word out there to myself and to all of you. So now I cannot break it. And I promise with all of my heart, I will have an episode every week for you all because this is my passion. This is what I enjoy doing. And I get to follow through and stay consistent because that has been one of the biggest um, challenges in my life is just staying consistent. So I get to change that around. Okay, so for today's episode, we have a beautiful Q&A. I went ahead on my Instagram. I asked you guys to ask me some questions. I also went on the beautiful internets to get some questions to ask for myself as well. So we are going to get right into it. Now, this first question is, What inspired you to start doing podcasts? So I am a very new podcaster. I just started to listening. I just started to listening. (laughs) I just started to listen to podcasts this year. There was one podcast in particular that has moved me and I listen to it every morning. It's called Earn Your Happy by Lori Harder. I swear she's so inspirational and raw and real and vulnerable. She is successful because of her mindset. And every time I listen to an episode of hers, it has me feeling so fired up and connected to her. And it I never realized the power of voice through podcasts and how I can or one can easily inspire another simply through their words and not their face, like not a video, not, not, um, in person, but it was simply just by her voice and her way of being. And it inspires me and enlightens me. And that's what I want to do because I've always wanted to share my voice in some way. And podcasting is such an easy way. You know, you can listen to it on the go. It's so convenient. And with the general busyness of our world, it is the perfect way to fit in these bite-sized, bite-sized bits of inspiration, information, and it leaves away all of the excuses to bettering ourselves and our minds. And that is why I wanted to start this podcast. Plus, I already had the equipment for it and I feel super cool with these headphones and my microphone on. I feel super professional and cool. So um, yeah, plus I can just say that I freaking did that. I had a desire. I was curious into starting it and I freaking did it. Okay, next question. 
what are your goals for this podcast and what are other things you plan to do in the future? Okay, so one of my goals for this podcast is to start a Q&A session like this, but I hopefully want to start having podcast guests on my show, but I just do not know how to do that because I need to do my research into that. I have a single microphone, but it's just for myself and I do this on my laptop. I'm not sure how to connect two microphones to this or how I could do this um, remotely with someone not even being here. So that's what I get to figure out. Plus I need to find the guests and I really just want to start a fun, goofy kind of segment on this podcast where I can really be myself and share in um share this experience with someone else. Okay. Oh, and what are other things you plan to do in the future? I have always thought about starting a YouTube channel and this is actually one thing I plan on doing after I finish school this semester. I'm in summer school right now. I finish on the 29th. So as soon as I complete that I am going to start making videos for my YouTube channel it'll generally be centered around productivity things that I have learned um, things that I feel like will benefit and help people because those are usually the videos that I watch on YouTube about waking up early habits that change people's lives I see what works for other people and it inspires me into doing the same in for uh, what resonates with me. I kind of tweak it to my own, you know, because not everyone has the same routine or journey. Everyone has a different experience with life. So I really hope to, or not even hope, I, I am, I will start this YouTube channel, but I really hope to inspire others with my YouTube channel and just connect with people. Okay, this next question. What made you keep going when life got hard? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I honestly just have to say that, you know, when life gets hard, it's so, it's extremely difficult to see anything else. All you see is the pain of that moment. And I truly believe it, it, it was two things. The first main thing was surrounding myself with people, only with people that believed in me and saw me as more then I saw myself. It was their constant, their constant um, way of being with me in that I was enough. I already had everything that I needed. I already was everything that I am. And to step it up because I am not behaving like the best version of myself. It is by surrounding myself with those kinds of people and engaging in... Um, or it was really just like a leadership program I did. Um, and I surrounded myself with these people and we did these things called random acts of kindness together. And I can talk about this on another episode because this is a, a bit of a long story, but basically what I wanted to say was engaging in things that inspired all of us together. So that's the first thing, surrounding myself with people that I admired, respected, and wanted to be like, and that saw my worth and treated me as my worth. And the second thing, it was just having faith. And I'm not even talking about religion because honestly, I'm not very religious and my family might listen to this. So if you're hearing this, holla. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not very religious. I am, but I do believe in a creator. I do believe in a higher power. 
per se. Not really a creator. I just think that energy is God and it's everywhere and it is within us. It is everything that is, everything there ever was and everything that ever will be. That's what I believe in. And so meditation for me is really like a form of prayer in that when I allow myself to be present, I am allowing myself to be where I am, who I am and what I am. So But even that aside, it was just faith that I was going to get through what I was feeling. Because again, when you're in that place, it is so hard to see anything else but that. And it is in those moments that I just had to decide that I was enough. Even though every part of me had all of the excuses to believe that I wasn't, I had every reason to say no. I had every excuse to not do it, to not come out of it and to live a a small life and settle. I had every right, every reason, and people around me would have understood and been like, you know what, that makes sense because she's been through this. But I just had to decide like, no, this is not what I want. It's not making me happy. I don't think that I was born on this earth just to be mediocre. And it. I just had to decide and have faith, literally blind faith. It's like jumping into the ocean without knowing how to swim. That's what it felt like. That's what it consistently feels like when life gets hard. I just have to keep having faith in myself. And that is what self-love means. Being there for yourself at the end of the day, because the most strongest and greatest relationship you will ever have is with yourself. Okay, next question. How do you deal with sexism? Oh man, um, I feel like I have dealt with sexism my whole life in that I grew up, or I'm still growing up, in a very uh, conservative culture my family, my entire family is from India and my brother and I are first generation. So my mom moved here from India. Ooh, my knuckle just cracked. Did you just hear that? Um, but I think my mom would be able to say this better than I am because she is really my inspiration in that because she grew up extremely poor in India and she grew up in a place where they only see women as People that cook and clean and have babies and that's it. They're not ones to get education. That's a man's job. A man is supposed to provide and in India and I'm sure maybe it's like this in other places of the world, but I'm just speaking about my background. Um, In India, you know, kind of like in America, the main goal for society is to go to college like that's what's generally seen as oh you have achieved life when you go to college in India it's marriage so they only see women as fulfilled once they get married and then they start having babies and cooking for them and taking care of them etc but my mom just decided that I mean yes she got married and had kids but she was like I I'm going to be educated because I deserve a life more than this. And I know that I am more than this. That is a whole other story. I actually want to inter- I actually want to interview my mom on this podcast. Oh, mom, shout out to you. She listens to this. She's like my biggest supporter and she's so excited about my podcast. It's so cute. She sends it to everyone that she knows that she's like more excited about it than I am. So here you go, mom. Now you're listening. I'm going to do an interview with you once I figure out how to freaking work the microphones on how to do an interview so I want to talk to you about that but basically how I deal with sexism is that since that's kind of my mom's background I see that within 
my culture in general, in that women are not seen as the ones to be educated and be the money makers, be the providers, and be boss-ass people, basically. And the way I deal with that is just by honestly doing whatever the heck I want. And I don't say that in a reckless way. I mean what I truly want, not what I feel like my compulsions are telling me to do. And honestly, even just with what I post, how I dress, it's very, very opposite to my culture and what a lot of my family believes in. And a lot of them really look down upon me for the kind of life that I live and how outspoken I am. And my way of being, I honestly have every reason not to be the way I am and just stay in a shell, but that is not a life that I want to live. So that is how I deal with sexism, by just doing whatever I want because I only have one life and I want to make the best of it. I hope that's a good answer. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, um, next question. What is... Or no, I want to skip that question. It's kind of a broad question. Um, Okay, next, next question. What in your life do you feel most grateful for? Oh, this is a good question. Um, I generally try to write down what I'm grateful for when I journal, honestly, like two times a week. I try to doing it every day, but then I find that I just end up doing it around two times a week. Um, I am, I think I'm extremely grateful just for my mom being so supportive of my podcast and this is just one of the things I can't really think of like the main biggest thing I'm grateful for because there's just there there's a whole list you know but one of the main things I'm so grateful for right now is my mom's support with my podcast how I mentioned earlier because when I first started it and I presented it to her I was honestly so embarrassed and kind of hesitating on telling her because you know I I'm speaking about a taboo subject, which is mental health, and I'm being open and honest about my journey. Oh, that was a burp. Um, <laughs> my journey with mental illness. It's very stigmatized. I know I'm putting myself really out there, and it's not something that I told her I was going to do. So I was hesitating on telling her, but when I showed her that I made this podcast, oh my God, she... Like I said, she is so much more excited about it than I am. And uh, yeah, I love her a lot. She is the reason why I am who I am and where I am. Okay, next question. If I had to describe myself in five words, what would they be? Ooh, I only get five? Okay, this is a good one. I think I would describe myself as resilient, kind, sensitive, driven, and passionate. I was about to name like my five strengths from the um, Strengths Finder 2.0 that it's a book and also a personality test that does your strengths, but I feel like that'd be kind of cheating. Those are my strengths. Uh, They go hand in hand with myself in five words, but that's how I would describe myself. Okay, next one. What is the best issue? best decision what is the best decision you have ever made oh I think oh I know one one of the best decisions I have ever made in my life was to do this leadership program and I will I've mentioned it a few times I think on this podcast and I will continue to mention it because 
this was my torque. This leadership program was my torque. It was my complete pivot pivot point. I had no idea what I was walking into when I joined. Um, the mo- you know, there's this leadership program. There's three different segments. There's a two day program, a four day program, and then a hundred day program. And the thing I'm most great, the program I'm most most grateful for doing is the a hundred day program when I was kind of teetering on the fence about it because I had already tried it once before, but I didn't complete it for some personal reasons I can get into another time. But basically I was redoing it and I almost didn't go until I was given the opportunity and chance to go again. And I honestly just joined that time because I really just had like not many friends. I mean, I... To those of you who are listening, like, I have you guys as friends. Yes, I have you as friends, but not friends that I was seeing often. Most of my friends were just on my phone because the high school I went to was a college prep boarding school and everyone was kind of scattered everywhere across the country or they were just a far drive away. So I didn't get to see them as often. And I'm a person that really values close relationships and hanging, you know, seeing those people often. Um, So I just felt really lonely. Um, and in this leadership program, I met my three best friends. We are the three, not three amigos because we're four people, but they are some of my best friends and I'm so grateful for them. They are, they, you know who you are. You're listening to this. Um, so shout out to you guys. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for you. I tell you all the time, but I am saying it again. You guys are you, I admire you. I respect you. I'm grateful to say that I have friends such as yourself in my life. Our relationship is so rare. It was like finding a diamond in the middle of a dirty pond. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, oh, this is the last question. What three habits have changed your life? Ooh, this is a perfect question. Okay, first habit. I mentioned this in another episode first habit that changed my life completely was journaling. And I started journaling when I was about 16, 17 years old, when I was really starting off in the very depths of my depression. And it was through expressing myself so freely and privately in the safe space of my own journal that I felt I feel like really set me free. That's why I journal to this day. I journal every morning religiously, every day until now. And I do not ever plan on stopping because it is like, it honestly feels like free therapy and like therapy with myself because it has strengthened the relationship I have with myself so much. It is like I get to have a dialogue with myself on paper and I can physically hold it and look at it and work through what I'm feeling. And sometimes when I write out, write out things that I'm feeling, I realize how silly it sounds when I write it out or look at it. And um, it has helped me heal and grow a lot. Plus, it's amazing to be able to look back on my entries from a few years ago and even just a few days ago and reminisce on how my way of thinking used to be and where I am now. And it makes me feel very humbled and grateful about how far I have come and how powerful our minds are. 
So that's my first habit. Second habit that's changed my life. Um, okay, these rest two habits are... Well, actually, I have like four habits. It's okay, but I'll just name two more. Okay, second habit that has changed my life is... Um, I'm trying to see which one should I say. Okay, let's say this one. Um, being vegetarian. I have recently become vegetarian. I was pescatarian for about like eight months. And then as soon as this quarantine started, that's when, or a little after this quarantine started, that's when I started becoming vegetarian. Simply because I just did a lot of research on it and watched some documentaries. If you guys have seen The Game Changers, I know that's really popular. That really convinced me into becoming vegetarian. And at first, my reasons were simply health reasons and for the environment. Um, I really, like, I love meat. I would, I didn't, I don't really care who, who eats meat and who doesn't. I don't believe that forcing other people to follow one kind of diet is the way to go. I think people should do what feels the best for their path in life. But so this happened to stumble upon my path, being vegetarian. So at first it was just for health reasons and environmental consciousness. But then after I was vegetarian for a while, I just started really seeing and experiencing the world differently in that just with animals. I see them now. I hang out. Now when I hang out with them, I'm just so grateful that I don't eat them anymore because although they don't have the same consciousness as human beings, their life is still the same. The value of life is still completely the same no matter what they are, who they are, or what they do. The same way we are afraid of death, animals are afraid of death too. And again, this is just my viewpoint. I don't think everyone agrees with me. I don't want to have everyone agree with me. Again, everyone should do whatever they want to with their diet and their lifestyle. But it's just what makes me feel the most spiritually conscious and fulfilled and happy with my eating choices. Plus, as soon as I became vegetarian, I lost a lot of weight. And I really love the way I'm looking right now. So, boom. Okay. Third and final habit that changed my life. It is actually a habit I started this month on July, what day? I believe July 2nd. It was a Thursday. Yes, July 2nd. So today is July 13th. So you can do the math. It was 11 days ago. <laughs> um, and th it, this habit is waking up at 5.30 a.m. I have been doing my best to do it every day. But you know what? As with every new habit... I am recalibrating my um, sleep schedule right now. I have kind of been doing it every other day where I'm, I really just have to get my sleep, sleeping time packed because I need to sleep enough every night. The only reason why I would sleep in a day is because I just didn't sleep much the night before, but I recently did it two days in a row. So woo, progress. And I already just feel a lot better and happier with my life. I feel much more productive and focused. And the reason why I wanted to start waking up at 5.30 is because um, I feel like my sleep schedule has been something that I have always, always struggled with in my life. It has always been all over the place. Some days I would just wake, I would either wake up late or super late and stay up um, during the night. And um, I really believe that 
I feel my best when I allow myself to wake up with the earth and fall asleep with the earth. And I already feel much better. I actually want to make a YouTube video about this. So more on that later. But yeah, yeah. I don't know where this accent came from, but this was my podcast episode. Those were all my questions. Thank you guys so much for asking me these questions. Not all of them, a few of them. Some of them were from Google. So thanks, Google. Um, And I will see you guys on the next Growing With Hannah podcast. Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Growing With Hannah podcast. If you could take a moment to leave an honest review on iTunes, that would be amazing. I am so grateful to be a part of your day.